Welcome to the Standard of Truth podcast, hosted by historian Dr. Garrett Dirkmott, where we explore the early days of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and gain rare historical insights into how a young farm boy was able to establish a new church and grow it by way of visions, manifestations, and miracles. Hi, welcome to a bonus episode of the Standard of Truth podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Garrett Dirkmont, and I'm joined by my friend, Professor Richard LaDuke. Hello, Garrett. In this bonus episode, um, we're going to talk a little bit about a church history tour that uh, we're going to be doing next June, in uh, June 5th through the 11th, 2023. And uh, we were going to talk about it in a regular episode, um, but when we talk about things that don't get straight to um, Garrett validating artifacts, people lose interest fairly quickly. Yeah, if, if, if we can't be talking about the provenance <laughs> of a letter that was written 100 years ago but copied 150 years now, ago. Now, we don't read those emails because yeah. we have a strict policy here at the Standard of Truth Podcast where we only read very, very positive feedback. If you say something like, I liked your I liked your uh, episode last week. Well, that's not good enough, so we're no. not going to read it. No, we need the we need the subject line to be this is positive, I promise, <laughs> I swear. And then sometimes people try to slip into the body of it like I really didn't like that you did this and then yeah. we just, you know, they would then, cut it straight out. Then you're dead to us. I am hugely insecure, and so we need for you to say nice things about my friend so that I feel better about myself. Anyway, so in this particular bonus episode, we're going to be uh, talking about uh, some of the things that we're going to do. Now, Garrett has been uh, taking folks on church history tours for about five or six years now. It's been a, a while. A yeah, while. Yep. And you've uh, you've gone and done the Palmyra stuff and kind of on the more the East Coast, uh, ending in in Kirtland, and then and then also did separate tours. Uh, Missouri and uh, into Nauvoo. Careful, Ari's listening. Yeah, Ari's probably not listening. <laughs> not to a bonus. I feel episode. like Ari stopped I listening love... once we we decided we were going to press forward. Ari, Ari is my favorite listener. I, there, I said it. He I, is my absolute I, favorite. Now, let me tell you a little bit of a story. So, look for those of you who don't care at all about the fact that we're doing this church history tour. First of all, the reason why we're doing it is we had multiple people say we would love to go on a church history tour with you. Can you plan one? Well, we had to figure out how to plan one. And uh, as much as you would expect that a, you know, someone as experienced in latex glove sales as Richard is. <laughs> just, I don't know if we've ever, so I worked for a, a, a rubber glove company right out of college. So uh, yeah, when I, uh, in fact, uh, I just taught a lecture today at the University of Utah. He does teach. And I, and I, I mentioned rubber gloves so many times. I feel that. like it's your go-to on everything. Absolutely is. Everything yeah. can really comes back even, to that. Like even if we were doing gospel things, <laughs> like I could be like, teach I could be like, know. yeah, so yeah, I could be like, so what's a time that, that you really felt a closest to God. Well, one time I was trying to sell a, a, a box of Blue Midnight. <laughs> Is that a club time? It was black. It was Black, black Midnight. Dang but it. I like it's but, blue. Yeah, but sense. anyway, you were saying. Uh, yeah. Um, tonight uh, in my class I was teaching, I, I was asking the students about, um, let's say you sit down on an airplane and you only had one minute to explain to someone what it is that you believe. You know, someone sits down next to you and in probably a bad fake Missouri accent, Ari, they say, 
they say, so, you know, you one of them Mormons? And, and you say yes, or I guess the, the analogy doesn't work very well if you just cowardly lie and say that, no, you're not, so that you don't have to go into the conversation. But, you know, you say yes, and they say, well, I don't want to hear your whole spiel, but, you know, in, in, in one minute, just, just tell me what it is you believe. What makes you so different? And so, you know, I solicited the responses from several people in the class, you know. And yeah, and I actually I actually I sat in on Garrett's class uh, tonight. It was actually, that oh, was fine. Um, wow. No, it was, yeah, it was no, great. They, it was a ringing endorsement. Richard, no, Richard was, was like, you know, at a one out of a 10, I, that's a solid three. <laughs> no, a, of course, of course it was great. But the students' responses were great, and they, they were saying the things that you'd think that they would say. Some Somebody mentioned the Book of Mormon. Somebody mentioned uh, Revelation and, and Priesthood Authority. Other people mentioned Joseph Smith. Right, which were all great answers. Yeah, of course. And then I called on one uh, one woman in the class, and she, she had the best answer. She said... Um, I think I would talk to them about how the Trinity is a false doctrine. <laughs> and uh, yes. I, that, that's my favorite answer. Well, he's, that, well, Garrett said that. He said, that's my favorite answer and you are now my favorite I student. I said, you're now my favorite student. I've, right. I've asked that analogy many times and I've received many really, really great answers. But this girl, she was coming for him. Some, <laughs> some Baptist next to her on the plane attacking her religion attack your religion. No, 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 start no. With- First of all, he wasn't attacking. He was like, look, I don't have a lot of time. The way you presented it, yeah, I don't have a lot of time, so tell me a little bit about it. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about what. I don't believe in a false doctrine like the Trinity. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you one thing. We, be- we believe in a real Jesus. That's what. So she spoke to my soul, honestly. I thought, you know what? I- she's going to be out there defending the church. And these kind of witty quips and stories you'll be able to hear as we drive from Boston to, to Onatota, <laughs> I mean, New York, right? I mean, That's somewhere. Right. So anyway, we, we, we decided to do this as a separate one. I mean, I, I realize that we do topics all the time that may not be as appealing to other people. When you only have four listeners, you know, three of them are going to be unhappy most of the time. And sure. so, uh, we, uh, we responded to the request to try to put together a, a church history tour, which is different than, you know, I, like I said, I've led tours in the past, but we didn't, you know, we wanted to start our own and we could do our own itinerary and trying to figure out all that has been a big deal. But the reason why we're dropping this bonus episode is the tour has gone live. Yeah. So we, we've, we've gone live. You can go to the website, uh, standardoftruth.com. Uh, and there's a tours tab at the top. There will also be, um, you know, there'll be a link in this particular uh, in this particular episode in this bonus episode that you can click, or you can go to that that website. And there's a tours tab, and it goes through and it shows all the different stuff that we're gonna we're gonna do and all the different things that uh, that'll happen. And so, like I said, Garrett's been been doing these uh, with his wife for you know almost six years, yeah. five six years, something like that. And so he's done he's done a lot of these, and um, and so um, actually, it's it was actually you know we joke around quite a bit, but the the response to to doing this was actually quite uh, humbling. The, yeah, the, it was actually very very sweet. People were very kind, and so that makes me look forward to it even more. So what we what I, I haven't done this itinerary before because this I got to choose mine. So yeah, so you mix in some American history yeah. as part of that. So we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna all meet essentially at the Boston airport, 
Um, we wanted to start with the Boston Massacre. We thought that was a great place to kick yeah, things off. Yeah, we thought, you know, we need we need this to be just on the, you know, good feeling Boston Massacre. We'll start there. But, you know, obviously Boston, you know, one of the oldest cities in America and so rich with Revolutionary War uh, history. And and so we, we plan to fly into Boston, see some of the sites there in Boston. And this includes things like the Boston Massacre site, the famous Old North Church where they put one lantern in or two lanterns in to let them know how the British were coming when they when they first went, um, and the uh, the Quincy Market that the, that's there, which is famous, you know, basically downtown square of Boston. And there's a new there's a new site that we would actually uh, go to kind of on the first day as people are coming in. This is kind of interesting. Yeah, that the the church's newest site is the. Uh, the Smith family monument in Topsfield, which is where four generations of Smiths lived. I mean, we tend to think of the Smiths, you know, moving all around because father Smith is, you know, he's dealing with, with, uh, crop failures and, and, and ginseng problems and, uh, uh, things like that. But prior to that, his, um, his family lived in the Topsfield area for a long time. And in fact, um, they were really active both in the community and in the local congregational church. Now, congregationalism is the church system that's descended from the Puritans. So the, the, the Puritans who came and settled Plymouth Rock, that church system, which is essentially radical Episcopalianism, it's, it's, it is a, a, a Church of England, but reformed Church of England, um, that was pretty prominent all throughout uh, New England, and the Smith family all belonged to it. So there's a monument that President Ballard, Angie and I actually went out to that dedication with President Ballard, and um, it's 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 a pretty awesome site that's there outside. We're also going to go to Lexington and Concord. We're going to go to um, uh, the site of the Battle of Bunker Hill, which is uh, obviously a, a major uh, turning point in the the revolutionaries' ability to defend themselves. So some American history stuff that we'll spend some time on there. And then we are going to begin wending our way uh, up to Sharon, Vermont. Now, many of the, the tours I've done actually haven't gone to Sharon, Vermont. It is... It's kind of out of the way. It is out of the way, but uh, my wife and I have gone several. It's it's an awesome yeah. kind of uh, I mean, in, sight. In fairness to Sharon, Vermont, anywhere in Vermont is kind of out of the way. That's right. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure they're looking to rename their license plate to Vermont. Kind of out of the way. That's right. Well, and, we're kind of out of the way. And there is uh, there is a. Um, I, I don't know. So th- this is the difference between kind of the stuff you get from Garrett versus the stuff you get from from me. But there is a uh, KFC Taco Bell outside of Sharon, Vermont, that uh, allegedly is the site where Joseph Smith had his leg operation. So that's well. I mean, they were like, "I'll need a bucket of thighs," <laughs> and while we're at it, a new leg. Yeah, it is. It is perfect. We met with some missionaries out there, and they, that's what they that's what they told us. And it was it was too good for me to even look it up. I absolutely believe yeah, it. So it's a, one of those things where he doesn't even want me to find out if it's true. He just wants to believe that it's true. I want to believe that, that now there is a Taco yeah, Bell where yeah. Joseph Smith had a And I think operation. Alice Cooper's a Mormon, right? I've heard that as well. Yeah, okay. All right. But anyway. Um, we're so gonna- sure, the site's amazing. It's pretty It's pretty interesting. If you have never been before, it is It is a, a beautiful site that the church is. is so we're going to go to Sharon, Vermont. And from, from there, we're going to go to... Um, we're going to go actually to 
the Battle of Saratoga side, again with the American history, um, Saratoga is the turning point in the Revolutionary War. Prior to Saratoga, uh, the foreign nations were unwilling to intervene because they, Britain was the superpower in the world. And France and Spain had just fought a very costly war, the Seven Years' War, with England and lost, and lost badly. And it, it's, it's the reason why Richard's French-Canadian ancestors were living in a British colony, because <laughs> that's when Britain took all of French Canada. And so they were unwilling to get involved in the revolution until the, the revolutionaries could prove that they weren't just going to collapse under the first British invasion. And at the Battle of Saratoga, the British invasion army coming down from Canada, you know, probably some of your relatives were giving them gift baskets along the way with oh, bottles sure. of wine. We were, yeah, right. I'm well, sure. you're French. Yeah, of course. It was, it was certainly one, maybe cheese, maybe Definitely cheese, too. but, um, that, that general, uh, general, general Johnny, gentleman, Johnny Burgoyne, as they called him, cause he, he dressed as a bit of a dandy, they said, um, he, uh, uh, his, his army is, is first stopped and then essentially, uh, surrounded and forced to surrender by, by the Patriots. And it's actually at that battle that Benedict Arnold is, is really the great hero of the battle. The reason why Benedict Arnold is such a traitor is because Benedict Arnold was such a hero, right? He is a hero in America that then sells his comrades out. So that'll be something that we'll, we'll go there to check that out. And then we are going to head down to the Harmony Restoration site, the Priesthood Restoration site. Uh, the church is, if you haven't been to Harmony in the past five years, the church has redone that site. I mean, there used to be a marker there and there was a cemetery there. And now they have reconstructed the, the uh, Isaac Hale family home that Emma grew up in and the home that Joseph and Emma are first going to have their their first home in, and that's also on the property. Um, it's here that Joseph is actually going to receive the first revelation that's recorded in the Doctrine and Covenants. I know that you think that'd be Doctrine and Covenants section one, but that that's actually received later because uh, it's the the revelation they receive for the introduction to the book. That's why it's later. Um, but Doctrine and Covenants section three in 1828 is the first recorded revelation of Joseph Smith. And it's received there in harmony. It's an army that Joseph meets Oliver. And while they're translating the book of Mormon, they uh, have the question because the book of Mormon is adamant that unlike every Protestant around them, you have to be baptized in order to be saved. And so they ask God and they, they receive this miraculous visitation from John the Baptist, who, who gives them the uh, lesser authority, the priesthood to baptize one another, and they go and they proceed to baptize one another. So, um, this uh, this place is 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 pretty special. It's it's also here that Joseph is going to uh, give the 116 pages to a very anxious Martin Harris, and never see them again as he takes them up to Palmyra. And they are then stolen slash lost. I know we always talk about them being lost, but it, very frustrating. They're, they are stolen. Even God says they're stolen. I don't know why we even call them lost. They're the stolen 116 pages. At any rate, um, 
it's more than pages that are lost in harmony. In harmony, Joseph and Emma, after having sacrificed everything to follow God's commands and get the Book of Mormon translated, in the midst of all of those struggles, Emma's going to give birth to their firstborn child, and that boy is going to die immediately after he's born. And so there in harmony is the monument, is, is, is the stone marking uh, in memoriam of, of this dead child, this, this uh, horrible tragedy in their life. So in some ways, you, you get to kind of follow Joseph in his, his progression um, as a young seer. Well, and so that's actually one of the reasons that Garrett wanted to kind of put the tour together the way that he he did here, where we start with the Smiths in Topsfield, and we go to Sharon, and we kind of follow kind of a little bit more right. of a chronological. I mean, path. if we could, we would go to Palmyra for the first vision, then go down to Harmony, then come back up to Fayette. If you're coming with us and you do that drive, you'll be like, I know why we only went once. <laughs> but we, we did try to, to make it a little bit where you're kind of doing some storytelling. And honestly, that's one of the things that I think would be the, the most fun for people that decided to join to come to come with us on this would be uh, the, the, the all of the sites are awesome, but all of the learning comes, uh, the majority of it, on those, on those bus rides. Yeah. So the bus rides... Or sometimes, at least in the tours that you've given, some of the kind of the most fun that you, you yeah, have. and and it's where we get to you know answer questions, and you know we get to have Richard finally tell people about rice tariffs, and yeah, I no, figure, that's that's yep, we're teasing that for the tour. Yeah, like, no, that's Garrett. The, no, Garrett, all he does talks polygamy. That's yeah, all he does. <laughs> I actually do answer polygamy questions. There you on go. The tour. Yeah, that's all you do. Boy, we I really wish you hadn't said that. I know. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, in in other news, the number of people signing up has skyrocketed. Um, so uh, from Harmony, we're going to go up to Fayette, uh, New York, where the church is organized. And while that's where the church is organized, it really is the next step in the progression of what's going on. Because as you know, um, it's there in Fayette that the the really the, the balance of the Book of Mormon is going to be completed. That Joseph and Oliver are going to finish their translation. And... Um, then take it up to Palmyra where where this is going to be published. And so in Fayette, Joseph's going to receive multiple revelations. It's in Fayette. Uh, for those of you who've been listening to our stories of Edward Partridge and Sidney Rigdon, it's in Fayette that, you know, Sidney Rigdon comes and says, I want to, you know, be baptized. And Edward Partridge comes and says, I saw those those corn rows and they were they were in straight lines. <laughs> Let's get baptized. Um and, and of course, where the, all, all of the church's early conferences were. Fayette is the place where, uh, for the first year of the church, they met every three months to have a church conference. And, and of course, it's the, the place where the church is organized. It's also a place where there's a lesser known miracle that takes place. And that is that while they are in um, Peter Whitmer Sr.'s home, they are going to have the voice of the Lord speak to them. And it's something that Joseph, when he recounts many of the miracles of the early church in Doctrine and Covenants section 128, one of the things he talks about is the voice of the Lord in the chamber of old Father Whitmer. And so we're going to be going to that place, the place where Joseph had that happen, where the church was organized, where the early saints gathered together for their conferences. 
We're going to go then to Palmyra. In Palmyra, of course, we're, we're, we're going to the Sacred Grove. Everyone knows that. Um, we're going to the Smith family home. And in fact, while many things are recreations where the church has rebuilt them, there's a couple of things in Palmyra that aren't. One of them is, is the frame home that the Smiths lived in. This is the home they're living in when Martin Harris has to come down the lane and sits on their fence to wait to finally come in and tell them that he has lost the pages of the Book of Mormon. Well, that they were stolen from him. Um, uh, they'll eventually lose that home. They won't be able to make the payments on it, um, and their their creditors will take it. Um, but the this area is is it's just it's it's a powerful place to be. The first time I went to the Sacred Grove, it it struck very deeply to me that Joseph Smith was not a liar. Um, it's funny that that's how critics approach Joseph Smith. They want to say, oh, he's a fraud. Oh, he's a liar. No historian who is studying everything that Joseph wrote is going to conclude that Joseph is, is at least deliberately deceiving anyone. Joseph really believes that not only was he called by God, but that he has something God wants him to give to other people. And so it, it's, it's pretty awesome. You go to those places and you feel the reality of them. Um, and everyone gets a chance, you know, to contemplate their own relationship with God in those areas. So I think it's, it's one of my favorite spots to be. Um, the other really cool thing in Palmyra, well, there's a couple things, like the Hill Cumorah exists. Um, right? That's pretty cool to go and see where Joseph not only got the plates, but where the angel visited with him and spoke to him every year for four years before he got the plates. But also uh, the Grandin Print Shop, which is, it's a pretty awesome thing. If you haven't been to the Grandin Print Shop, the church purchased the building that the print shop was in, and they purchased the the buildings to the to the right and to the left of it, and then built a museum from those buildings surrounding it, surrounding the actual print shop itself. It, it's a pretty awesome thing. So you walk into a what is like a museum, but what you're actually walking around and in and through is literally the place where the Book of Mormon was printed. Yeah, and the missionaries do a great job really being able to show and describe what that would have been like to, to print and publish something as... as it, it demonstrates you. You come away from the Grand and Print Shop saying, "This was a mammoth undertaking." Well, when you think about you know, in terms of the number of books nowadays, we don't think about it as being that big of a deal. But boy, yeah, because yeah. I'm just going to have Amazon self-publish That's now. Right. Yeah, and so it, it's an issue it, it, that 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 when you go there, you you really do kind of gain a, a, a greater understanding. Obviously there's other, you know, things we'll see along the way as well. But from there we will head out to where the saints are commanded by God to go. I mean, that's kind of the cool part, right? As, as Richard said, we're kind of following in the footsteps of where the saints went, where Joseph and his family went, where the saints are commanded by revelation and doctrine covenant section 37 and 38 to leave everything they have essentially in New York and they that have farms that cannot be sold, let them be left or rented as seemeth them good and go to the Ohio. And these Latter-day Saints faced with this injunction to give up everything they have, they go to Kirtland. And it's, it's, 
frankly, it's, it's awe-inspiring every time I do it. Every time I go, considering that as we begin to head west to Kirtland. And in Kirtland, you know, the church has an amazing array of restored and original buildings from the Kirtland era. My favorite is the Newell K. Whitney store. Now, my wife's favorite, Angie's favorite, is the sawmill. And that's because her, I don't know how many greats, how many greats, she's she's hand signaling four. She doesn't want to talk apparently on this, but um, her fourth great-grandfather built uh, oh, the, the sawmill in that? Kirtland that they then used for obviously, you know, everything there. She's not entirely sure now. I think we're going to have to send this to your mom and then she will, she'll vet it. She's not even related to that person. This We're just making that. No, seriously. Uh, Joel Hills Johnson, who is more famous to Latter-day Saints because of a hymn that he wrote. Do you know what hymn that was? I do not. High on a mountaintop. All right. Oh, my gosh. So, I love that hymn. Yeah, I know. Everyone loves that hymn. It's a great hymn. Anyway. Uh, a lot of the time the missionaries will ask. Oh, yeah. Well, you, what she's saying in the background is is a lot of the time the missionaries will actually ask what, what hymn he wrote. And Angie's like, Angie always knows. And so and whenever we go, the missionary's like, oh, yeah, wow, how'd you know? Because he's my grandfather. I mean, she's not mean about it when she says it, but I made it sound like she was. <laughs> yeah, she's like being a jerk to the missionaries. <laughs> she's like, well, actually, and then this is his birthday. No, she's not like that. Um, but um, the, the Newell K. Whitney store is to me it is a holy place i it sounds weird to even say that you know as i say it out loud you're thinking all right back it down but when you go upstairs in the newell k whitney store to the school of the prophets room yes that's important because here's where joseph received the word of wisdom revelation and yes in another room in the upstairs that's where he did a bunch of the translation of the bible that he was doing but it's in that room that Joseph and many of the people that are gathered for uh, the, the School of the Prophets meeting, they see both Jesus and God the Father. And every time I go, it is a, it's a special experience because it is, it's a holy place. And I know this, maybe this sounds cliche, but I, I, you know, as we, we put up on the website, I, I hear people all the time talking about going to Jerusalem because they can say that they walked where Jesus walked. You walk across that floor, many of them the original floorboards of uh, the Newell K. Whitney store, and you are quite literally walking where Jesus walked because Jesus walked through the center of the room. And, you know, speaking of, of things like that, you know, if you're looking for places where the Savior appeared, we're gonna we're gonna go to the the Kirtland Temple. Now, the Kirtland Temple, as as you might know, is owned and operated by the Community of Christ, which is the Reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Um, I'm glad we can still include it on the tour. They've steadily been raising their prices for how much it costs to get in. So I'm assuming that sometime next year it'll be a hundred dollars a head to get in. Although we talked to one of the people there, and he was like, "Look." We already know that no matter what price we set it at, you guys are going to still show up in tour buses. That's there's, what he said. There's something in economics called elasticity, and yeah. so right now that's they're they're realizing something that they should have realized sooner. And honestly, is uh, so you're is, saying they should have been bilking 
mountain saints, which is what they call us, by the way. They often refer to us as mountain saints, <laughs> which makes us sound like we're some kind of goat. <laughs> Hillbilly. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a mountain billy. Yeah. Well, so, uh, well, yeah, no, I, I actually applaud. I mean, while at the same time, I do not appreciate. My wife, uh, mm-hmm. her family, she, she brings up several times that her family, you know, was responsible for, you know, smashing their, you know, China to build it. And I'm going to, you know, get in and do it. But uh, uh, they're business savvy. I do respect it. Right. Well, I don't necessarily agree. Uh, regardless of how much Tip we end up cap. having to pay to get in, um, it's it's incredible to be inside. We it, we had an opportunity to go uh, before COVID, and uh, and is, if somebody g- comes on the tour that knows how to play uh, the piano, um, they the the missionary or the person that's working there asks if somebody does, and then and then they play the Spirit of God, and then and then we all sing they don't the always do it, but they often do. It yeah, depends. I mean, and it, it was, depends on what kind of time schedule they're on. Sure, but, but yeah. it was uh, it was pretty it was it was pretty special. It regardless of what happens when you go inside, you know, there were a few years we couldn't go inside because they they weren't allowing anyone in. Yeah, actually, COVID. I haven't been since COVID. I don't yeah. know. So what, what was it, that like when you was, went last? Time? It was awesome. I mean. When you go into those pulpit rooms and you know that, you know, and I saw the Lord standing on the breastwork of the pulpit of the temple, right? I mean, again, it's here that Joseph has the vision of the celestial kingdom where he sees Alvin and for the first time since Alvin died, knows that Alvin has the ability to go to the celestial kingdom because God hadn't revealed that to him yet. Uh, uh, when you you know that he saw the Lord there, you know that Moses, Elias, and Elijah appear and give keys to him. I mean, it is. I mean, the, the Kirtland Temple is is it's amazing. Um, and then uh, outside of Kirtland, uh, we we also go to the the John Johnson Farm in Hiram, Ohio. Um, it's spelled H I R A M, so it really throws us off because all of us are always spelling Hiram with an H Y because of Hiram Smith, but. Um, that's where Joseph will move, uh, shortly after coming to Kirtland and he lives in that home and you are familiar with the stories that happen there, even though you, you don't know that you are because it's there that the mob will break in and, uh, drag Joseph out uh, outside, beat him, try to poison him, um, uh, threaten to kill him, shove a tar paddle down his mouth. I mean, it's, it's pretty awful. And of course, in consequence of this, or at least that's uh, many people feel that one of his ailing children, uh, adopted babies, dies shortly thereafter um, because of the exposure and everything that happened during that night. So it's it's there's a lot of bitter um, at that site. At the same time, in the upper room of that home is where Joseph Smith received his greatest revelation, or or perhaps his greatest revelation. It's there that he has a revelation that's so powerful. We've talked about it on the podcast. That's where that where they call it the vision. And that Joseph sees the celestial, terrestrial, and telestial kingdoms along with Sidney Rigdon. They see it together. It's a collective shared vision in that upper room. And that vision alone, as Wilfred Woodruff said, gives more light and understanding than any other revelation. It, it is transformative of who we are and where we're going. And so um, it, it is a powerful way to, uh, 
to remind ourselves of, 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 of the plan of salvation. So we just wanted to give you a, you know, a brief overview of, of some of the things that we'll be doing. Obviously there'll be, there'll be other things. Um, so, so a couple, a couple of things, uh, housekeeping items, and then I'd, <laughs> I'd like to Garrett to, to share a couple of things that, uh, that we, we've been talking about, uh, this evening that are, that are just kind of funny as it relates to kind of going on these tours and just some things to, just to make you aware of. But, um, so, Right now on the, the website, standardoftruth.com, you can go to the tours tab and you can, um, I think we're looking for 44 uh, folks um, is what we're looking right, for. Right, because of the limitations of space on the bus and we're only taking one bus because, you know, that's already a lot. And so, um, yeah, uh, it, and, you know, it's a first come, first serve thing. Um we already had somebody sign up this morning. We didn't even. Uh, we, we didn't were, have it live yet. We didn't, but well, it became live, and we didn't realize. We, we it were was. literally just kind of testing it, and yeah. somebody signed up. While we're like, we were wow, testing it, someone signed up. It was. It was literally um, oh, just the, the funniest. So thing. they, you know, they they uh, certainly get an award for quickly doing it. But I mean, uh, the number of people that expressed that they wanted to go is a considerable number. I realize that there's a difference between wanting to go and actually being able to, that sure. they're not the same thing, yeah. but I do just want to, you know, if it is something that you are interested in doing, um, you know, you, you probably now and you know, we'll, we'll, if it, if we're able to go, we'll try to go again, uh, at some other time. Uh, but, um, if you're interested, we hope that you, uh, you know, sign up sooner rather than later. So you'll, you'll go there, you'll click on, um, to put in a, a, a deposit. If for some reason the tour is to be canceled, uh, you would obviously receive your deposit back. Um, but that deposit, uh, holds your spot and, um, we are just finalizing a couple of things and then we'll send out an, an email that, uh, will have the link to all the details, all of the information, uh, for you to sign up as well as, uh, to be able to, to pay. There's, there's fairly substantial costs on the, up on the, on the front end from a deposit standpoint. Yeah. And, and, you know, and luckily gas prices have doubled. Uh, so that, <laughs> that's helpful when you're yeah. factoring in bus prices. Yeah, well, you I'm, wouldn't think that buses with thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds would go through a lot of fuel, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, they, uh, seem, they, you know, they don't get the best gas mileage. It's one highway, zero city. Yeah, that's yeah, their It's, it's negative one Palmyra. But so yeah. that's, uh, that, that's, that's that in terms of kind of the, the practical way that is. And so in terms of full sign up, that'll be coming in the next week or two as we finalize that, but you can get in and yeah. lock in. And we're still spot. working on, on the hotels. I mean, we're, 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 uh, you know where we can, we'll be staying in in, in Marriott hotels and. Uh, but so there is th- this is actually the thing that is kind of kind of funny because, um, what is it that you said when we were talking about this earlier? Uh, because a lot of these hotels are in the middle of nowhere. Right. So you have to manage a little bit of your expectations. Um, you you may want a really great place to go get a T-bone steak in Fayette. <laughs> The problem is the reason why Joseph Smith moved to Fayette was so that he would stop being hounded while he, by by you know people who were antis while he was translating the Book of Mormon. He moved there because no one lived there outside of the Whitmer family, essentially. And newsflash, two thousand twenty-two, fewer people live there. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, and, and that's how it is for a lot of these places. I mean, Sharon, Vermont, is well, all of Vermont is rural. Sharon, Vermont is a rural part of Vermont, right. which, which should give you an idea. So, you know, I don't know if you've gone on tours like this before, but the reality is, you know, you have to kind of 
take what you can get in that regard. I mean, sometimes literally the best place to get lunch in the town that you're in when it's lunchtime is a subway. And so, you know, so, I mean, we, we are, we're doing what we can to keep the cost down as well as, um, you know, we, we want it to be nice for people. So we, we plan on staying, you know, in, uh, in Marriott's part of the way in Palmyra, there's only one place you can stay that's in Palmyra and, and we'll see if we can get that hotel, uh, which has gotten a little bit nicer lately because yeah. it was bought by Best Western. Um, uh, and, and similarly in Kirtland, there is, there's one very large, you know, holiday in there that is right next to all the church sites. And so we'll try to get those. We'll try to find, you know, the best available places, which, you know, kind of will be determined on how many people are signed up, but, um, Hopefully people aren't going because they think that they're going to get the best veal they've ever had outside of Sharon, Vermont. Well, and so, and so that's one of the other things as well. So obviously we want to accommodate for uh, medical issues or other things, but you made the comment to me, if vegetarian or vegan, if you're in Fayette, that means what? Salad. That's right. It means salad everywhere, actually. <laughs> well, because of the places you're going to, they, they I mean, your the local sandwich shop that you know is 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 there they do, they you know they don't have a ton of items on the menu it's you end up uh you end up taking what you can get but i mean you know i i think we you know I, we've done enough times that uh i know you know kind of the better places we could go and things like that and so we'll have that planned out and for people who sign up that'll be part of you know we'll our explanation every day is we'll tell people hey today we're going to be doing this we're going to be doing that We'll be eating this here or we're getting a boxed lunch, you know, so that we can keep going on the bus to get somewhere else. It's a lot of traveling. I mean, you are going from the morning until, you know, the the early evening so that you can see as much as you possibly can. One of the things that does put a, a, a bit of a restriction around it so you're, we're not traveling, I, I will say, so I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but during COVID, my family, you know, my wife and our five kids, we rented a Suburban and we hit 48 states in about three and a half weeks. Uh, it was aggressive. We had to get two yeah. oil changes on the rental car. We're not going to be going at that breakneck pace because um, the church sites open and close at times right. that are actually fairly reasonable. It, 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 well, yeah, and, and, but but not as reasonable if you're trying to hit more than one in a day. <laughs> Most of them are open 10 to, to 5. Right. Meaning that um, you may want to travel a little bit in the morning to get to one, but it'll be pretty difficult to hit more than one in a day if they if they're a distance away from one another. Because by the time you get you know lunch or whatever and you drive, so there'll be time in the evening to rest and relax. Yep, every evening we'll be in a hotel and and um, uh, there'll be a little bit of time to decompress and unwind. But we also are being fairly aggressive because we want people to see as much as they possibly can in the time that we have. Yeah, and I and I imagine for for many of you that have just deep uh, interest in uh, my dissertation topic, I'll just I'll set up a table. Wow. It'll have a little. Yeah, it'll have um, you know like one of those stands that you see at like a career fair. You can come by. We'll talk while about you were talking. <laughs> the person who had signed up just they just asked for a they refund. just canceled. And this isn't even live. That's what's so That's weird. That's true. Yeah, That's somehow true. they knew. That's right. Anyway, anyway, yeah, we we hope that you know. Uh, obviously, we drop this as a bonus because we don't want anyone to feel you know. Maybe you don't want to go. Maybe you've already been. Maybe you know you you can't go this year, or whatever. And so you know, we didn't want to waste your time. Although, if you're still listening right now, 
That's kind of on you. We, we, yeah, we, right. We, we, yeah, you've wasted your time. You know what? If you're so point. smart, start your own podcast. <laughs> start Richard's, your own tour. That's Richard's favorite line of all time. But uh, we didn't want to take away from the regular content we provide. And um, we're just really grateful that, that anyone wanted to do this. Now, now, maybe we'll find that even though 100 people asked us to do it, there was really only about five who meant that they would, and one of them was my mom. Um, uh, but you know, but if if it really is something that people want to do, I I love going to these sites with people who love them because there is something about being where your your ancestors were, men and women who came before you, even if you're not related to them. You're spiritually related to them because what you have, you have because they were faithful. I, w- I will say for, for me, so I, I come from a family of converts. And so I don't have, my, when my wife goes to these places, she's going and and we're talking about people that she's related to. When I go, I I don't. But it is just as profound, if not even, if possible more so, as, as this is, this is the the most important thing that that, uh, that I'm a part of, and to and to see and to feel that is it's pretty special. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you if you, if you are interested that you sign up, and if if this one doesn't work, hopefully another one will in the future. And we're just really grateful for the support we've received, and I, I personally am. I appreciate uh, the kind comments we've received, and we just wanted to try to find a way to get everybody together. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Standard of Truth podcast, hosted by historian Dr. Garrett Dirkmott. If you know anybody that could benefit from the material in this episode, please share it with them. And for more resources, visit standardoftruth.com. Until next time.